This is Rocks to Roots, a podcast presented by the Spokane Conservation District. This podcast series is intended to share education and resources related to land management, conservation practices, and celebrate some of the great stewards of our land here in our region. Welcome back, Rocks to Roots listeners. Thanks for tuning in to another great episode we got for you. I just want to talk a little bit about the Farm and Food Expo that will be happening November 15th and 16th. Um, For all of our listeners who are loving our content, uh, this is definitely going to be the conference for you. Um, No matter if you're a grower on a large scale or a small scale, we got lots of great resources, lots of peer-to-peer networking, and some really fantastic speakers lined up this year. Uh, Dwayne, you're going to be there, right? Yeah, I'll be having Manning a booth. We'll have a uh, Vets in the Farm booth while we're doing a little auction. So if you feel the need or the want or the desire to come support us, feel free and enjoy uh, the two tracks that we're having this season. Yep, two tracks this year. Um, We really just wanted to make sure that we got all the resources and all the tools um, out there for, like I said, anybody who's growing on any size of a scale um, here in our region. So really excited. We're excited to have Vets on the Farm um, there as always. And then I also just wanted to tell our listeners to, if you're enjoying the content we've been putting out for season six, um, go ahead and drop us a review. We'd love to hear um, your thoughts and your reviews. Keep us relevant and keep us on task. So let us know what you think. Well, today we are talking with the West Plains Chamber of Commerce, and we have the CEO, Mark Losh, and Deanna Williams, the Director of Operations here. So thanks for being here, guys. Excited to be here. Thank you very much. Let's just say it the same time again. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Off to a great start. (laughs) We're very excited to be here and to support. Thank you. Well, we're excited to have you and to talk more about the Chamber. So Mark, Deanna, tell us a little bit about yourselves and your connection to the Inland Pacific Northwest. I'm going to let ladies go first. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Awesome. Well, so I was born and raised in Priest Lake, Idaho. Uh, My grandma was actually born and raised in a logging camp up in Nordman. So we spent a lot of time in the Idaho Panhandle. And, uh, you know, after high school, I wanted to expand my horizons a little bit. I moved to Coeur d'Alene and then came to Spokane. It was in about 2017 that I had started working for the West Plains Chamber of Commerce as a contractor uh, and at first it was, well, well, we'll just, can you get an email out to our members? Can you help us with this? And then every week it was a little bit more and it finally grew into a full-time position, which I love because we get to work with all of our different businesses in the West Plains and in Spokane. Uh, I also own a flower farm in Ponderay County called North Star Farm and Flower. And so we have about a third acre growing space and it's only our second season, but it's been a blast. So we are, we're rooted into the Inland Northwest. Love the Inland Empire. I am so jealous that you grew up <laughs> in Priest Lake. That is yeah. like my little <laughs> slice of heaven. I get out there as much as I can. So that is awesome. <laughs> it's beautiful. Just in the mountains, mm-hmm. the water. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going two years on the flower farm. Is yeah. it... Uh, 
you come and cut or is it bouquets, flower we, venues? Yeah, so we don't do uh, you pick yet, uh, just mainly because most of the growing spaces, it starts 10 feet away from the foundation of our home. So we like to maintain a little bit of privacy. <laughs> and in the future, we're looking at finding some land not so close to the house where we can offer you pick. But we do weddings, events, and then just flowers for everyday joy. We do, you know, honey jar posies, field bouquets. Any special orders, whatever anyone needs for flowers, we'll grow it with enough time in advance for weddings and events. We can even grow a custom color palette. So I have two weddings this year where we're custom growing their flowers and it's beautiful and stressful every time the wind blows, I pray. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that tagline for everyday joy. Yeah. <laughs> you should definitely run with that. That's awesome. <laughs> Well, great. Well, we're happy to have you here, Deanna. Um, Mark, what about you? Tell us about your connection to the in the Northwest. My roots go back to 1901 in Deer Park. <laughs> My great-grandfather homesteaded out in Wild Rose Prairie. Wow. Um, I grew up out there, um, raised cattle, 80 acres. Ooh. Uncle had about 240. Neighbor, Harry Perry, had 350. We co-op farmed. Um, I grew up buck and bales. Um, when in high school and football started, it was a break because that was less worked and putting hay he's laughing he knows <laughs> then once twice um opened a restaurant when i was 16 with my parents and in 81 moved it to tacoma there was a little bit of a unemployment challenge here with the spotted owl and some other mount st helens and you couldn't buy gas and it just was a struggle so i went to the i-5 corridor i was there until 2015 um, during that time i owned my own business three more times i did three startups and i helped developed two verticals for existing companies. So I spent most of my time just building companies and businesses. I was in Missoula, Montana in 2009, taking a company market, and I met the CEO of the chamber there. And she said, we need to work together one day. Got a call in December of 2015 that said, would you please leave Everett and help me redo my chamber? I said, what do you mean? And she said, I don't want to be a chamber anymore. I want to be a business partner. I want to transition from an event-driven chamber to an initiative-driven chamber. I want to focus on things that need to be solved and looked at and taken advantage of to help fix or make better or create new in Missoula. And so I went over there in January 16. Um, unbelievable ride. Learned so much from one of the superstar chamber CEOs in the world, Kim Luttrell. Um, an opportunity presented itself at the West Plains. And I came over and looked and I go, oh my God, this, the West Plains is the valley of 1970, 1980. And so I threw my hat in the ring, was fortunate to get the position and got here on the 23rd of August and 21. It's amazing. With a resume like that, how could you not get the position? <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And for our listeners um, who might not be familiar, tell us what area the West Plains um, technically covers. So a lot of people think it's just Airway Heights, but it's mm -hmm. it's actually six or seven communities. So you have Cheney, Medical Lake, Airway Heights, Reardon, Davenport, I can count as one, um, Rose, um, Rosalia down south. And over 50% of our members are actually in Spokane, and we have members in the Spokane Valley. Everybody's starting to do business out in the West Plains. We're growing, and we have dirt that's open. And it's the fastest-growing light industrial area in the state of Washington. I can't find the fact on this, but I've heard we're number 10 in the country. But wow. you come out to the West Plains a lot, you see all the stuff that's happening oh, in the growing. buildings. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Massive amount work. of stuff. And most of it's on paper. They haven't even started turning dirt yet. Wow. So it's it's... Boomtown, mm -hmm. and we're having a blast. So you talked about being initiative-driven. Talk to us about the West Plains um, current initiatives and um, objectives of the chamber. 
How much time do we have? (laughs) (laughs) The West Plains has so much business coming. We don't have to go foster that. Mm -hmm. It's, It's showing up faster than the infrastructure can handle it. So we instantly noticed that if we don't make our communities a healthier and safer place to live, business can't thrive or stay, or you can't live where your business or where you're working. So we've really focused on trying to make it a safer, healthier place. One of the big initiatives is is we don't get credit for this. We're working with the West Plains Safety Alliance. This is an organization that's four or five years old. They really slowed down during COVID. It was started by um, Chief Richmond at the uh, Airway Heights Police Department. Well, we're doing things like we got grants to put officers in the Cheney and Meg Lake high schools to help those kids that are on the edge. We have a um, generational crime um, breaking program that's called Adventure League, and we're taking kids that are on the edge with records or just troubled youth and we're getting them out in the summer on weekends and camping trip hiking trip fishing things like that with officers and other community leaders to break that generational flow um, we're working on child care with the Bales organization um, foundation jeff Bales, and we're working with the, the uh, cheney um excuse me airway heights uh city council and those folks on that we're also working on beginning to try to identify all the human trafficking components of the area, who does what, and try to get them into one room. It's, it, we haven't got there yet, but that's what we're, that's the focus on the next one. I, great timing for the movie to come out to make it, everybody think about this. We are a hotspot. When you look at a map of human trafficking, it's Seattle is red, Spokane Airway Heights is red, Missoula is red, Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, Bozeman is red, then going south, so it's a real issue that people are just not really addressing much. Um, we're helping Airway Heights pass um, a bond to get a new fire station that they desperately, desperately need. They're working in an old shop. They have nowhere for the men to clean off afterwards or the fire men and women. The, the truck barely fits. There's six-inch gap, and if there's too much snow on the road, the truck scrapes getting out. I mean, it's just they really need this bad. Um, Cheney, a new pool. Um, Jensen Memorial Youth Ranch. Um, we help them a lot. Um, we'll probably talk more about them a little bit later. I'll bring that one up later. They have an auction coming up on the 5th. Oh, great. <laughs> um, what am I missing? Because you help run all this too, so I'm going to be quiet. I, I was going to say, there's there's so many specific things we look at. Essentially, we see our communities and anything they need, we jump to serve them. We try to find members who are all hands on deck, and we're so fortunate. The members with the West Plains Chamber they're there to support us. They're there to support the community. And we see, you know, we don't want to be one of those chambers where we just have networking events and get people together. We love that. And that's fun. And we do offer those opportunities. But there's no way that we can have a member or a business that's doing well and thriving healthily without having a healthy environment. Mm-hmm. And so it all boils down to making sure that we're addressing these different things in our community and actually partnering with our community and giving our businesses that opportunity to give back. Because, you know, we have investors, AgWest, uh, they were on your guys, one of your guys' recent podcasts, and I love listening to that. Uh, but they, they're one of our main investors, and they love being able to contribute to our communities out there and not just hosting an event. So mm-hmm. them and some other businesses, they really help to build our communities, make them healthy, and then give your business a good environment to thrive. So kind of building that soil mm-hmm. and making sure that everything is working right. A good example of that is we used to have a golf tournament, and they are fun. Mm-hmm. I think there's nine golf tournaments in an eight-week period in this area. Yeah, seven. no kidding. <laughs> so um, we decided, and through sponsorships changing, we did not have a golf tournament this year. 
But our sponsor of the golf print said, if you do something different, we'll still put those dollars towards it. Well, we have Cheney, Menard Lake, Airy Heights, Reardon, Davenport, Eastern is a community, Fairchild is a community. <clears throat> what do those communities all do once a year? They have a parade. They have a celebration. They shut the whole town down, and that's when everybody comes together annually. So you have Mayfest in Cheney, Founders Day in Airway Heights, all of those. We talked to our investors, and they said, you know what? We're really not excited about a golf tournament. It's a one-day thing. Most of us can't attend it. It's expensive. For us, it's unbelievable amount of labor and hours and organizing to the last minute. And so we had all of our investors said, no, we'll do that. So all of those six communities that had their celebration, we had sponsorship dollars that we used before the end of last year. So this year, on Monday, we told the history of the community. On Tuesday, interviews with the leadership that the Huckleberry Press partnered with us and did video work on. And then on Wednesday, it's all about the events. On Thursday, it's all about the businesses, eat, stay, and play. And Friday is kind of cleanup. And then the weekend is the event. So we became the marketing PR firm for every one of our little communities that like Founders Day has a has 13 volunteers trying to do it. And it's just, it's hard. Mayfest is even less. So we took that on this summer and unbelievable success. That's a good example of giving back to the community. And our investors go, we're now doing something that we're tagged with the community. Mm-hmm. And it made a huge difference. Well, and yeah, I, and I can't imagine that that doesn't help you and assist you in getting more investors because you really are supporting that community. So was it always this way? Were these initiatives always in place? Or was this, um, you know, something that happened uh, when you guys came along? Well, so when I started with the chamber in 2017, it was strictly event driven mm-hmm. um, and it it remained an event driven chamber of commerce until we hired Mark. It was actually Mark's second job interview when our board finally realized, OK, we can't be event driven anymore. We have to focus on our communities and focus focus on initiatives. And it was it was Mark's presentation in his interview with our board where that realization really hit. And, um, and, and even after Mark's interview, sitting down with our hiring committee, I had told them, I said, if you, you hire anyone other than Mark, I, I don't know where we're going to go or mm-hmm. where we're going to end up because it's really all we had. The last few years, we learned a lot about uh, events and getting everyone together and how that wasn't super sustainable, especially for our chambers of commerce. And so it was the perfect opportunity to come in, start fresh, and man, Mark hit the ground running. I mean, he had to. And and rebuilding those relationships with our cities and our communities and all of our members, that's 300 different entities Mark had to build a relationship with and build trust with. And it wasn't until those relationships were built, which seemed to happen very fast. I don't know if it could have happened with anyone else that we were able to really focus on those needs and start meeting them. So uh, traditionally, a chamber doesn't seem to focus a lot on events. And we're seeing that change a little bit. And that's really great. That's wonderful because it's what we need. But we definitely were not in that position until Mark came along. We have to add one thing to that. Deanne is not an admin. Um, she's more than what her title says. We truly run this chamber as two directors. We don't make a decision that we don't talk about. We both collaborate on every single thing we do. I could go away in this chamber and be fine, but not if she left. Um, <laughs> she, we love the EOS system, the integrator, the visionary program. I don't know if you know what EOS is. Mm-mm, no. 
um, entrepreneur operating system, and everybody grades out in two different ways. You can grade out to be an integrator, someone who is task oriented, getting things done, attention to details, and a visionary is living six to two years in the future. If you put a visionary in an integrator position or vice versa, you have some challenges. We grade out exactly where we are. I grade out as a visionary. <laughs> she grades as an integrator. And, and we it's getting where she finishes my thoughts. Or I'll say, hey, we should do this. I already did it. <laughs> so a lot of the success is to Deanna and all of her work and what she's done. So when yes. I first got here, I didn't know anybody. She knew everybody that was in the chamber. So it made a big difference. But we have worked our backsides off to get where we are. And we're just, I feel like the roller coaster that's doing the chain up the hill. Mm-hmm. We're just about to crest. That's right. how I feel. I hope so. <laughs> Do you work closely with any of the other chambers in the area? I was at, uh, I've been to three meetings in the first floor of GSI the, last week and this week. So, oh, wonderful. Yeah, we're all engaged. Okay, cool. Does the does Fairchild get involved at all? Heavily. Heavily. Oh. So, I'm really blessed. I'm an honorary commander for the 336 Trist support group to the SEER. And so, I'm out there at least twice a month. Um, I have, I was just at a, uh, meeting this morning that the entire command group was there. So, um, the wing commander Dykus and the vice and, uh, operations. Um, so yeah, we're heavily involved in the, in, in creating a relationship with the base to everybody off base and getting the base to understand what the civilian population needs from the base to connect and what we need to do as the population airway heights make like around the base for us to connect back it makes it very tough it's hard to get on base you got all the the rules and the code you gotta have somebody get you on it's so it's tough to just interact but they've hired a brand new pr person that starts next week i can't say who it is but it's going to change things um so there's just there's a lot of great momentum out there and eastern the same way eastern had a new president last year um it's a slow boat that's a big boat to turn it takes a while new athletic director started last week just saw him yesterday um they both will be at the Breakfast on the Ruse, August 16th, 7.30 a.m. The Ruse is the red turf football field, for those that don't know what Ruse is. That's the turf. We have breakfast in the end zone. Um, so the president will speak. The new athletic director will speak. For a lot of people, the first time they get to meet him, coaches speak. Athletes are there. It is Last year, we had 250-plus people. Um, go to our website. You can get your seats or your table if you'd like to sponsor and buy a table that's the best way to get your company out there and learn what's going on but it's one of the few times the public gets to go down on the field and you have the entire hierarchy of the university on the sports side there in front of you talking and tell us again when that is august 16th 7 30 a.m at the football stadium at eastern breakfast on the ruse and westplainschamber.com is our website click events you'll find it everything's be able to go online to get signed up it's actually westpainschamber.org. .org, sorry. <laughs> hey, that's an integrator day. operator visionary. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There. <laughs> um, talk to us about um, becoming a member of the chamber and just some of the benefits and um, perks to being a member. You get to give back to your community. Mm-hmm. You get to engage. We have a three-word mission statement, connect, engage, and grow. If it doesn't do those things, we don't do it. So we have the people a way to connect, help them engage, and then they can have growth. Um, we do a ribbon cutting for a new member. We do a shout out on social media for a new member. I'll do a new member video. Hey, it's Mark with the Chamber walking at ABC Company and John Smith. So John, tell us who you are and what you do. Um, it's any way that works for them. Every member I sit down with and find out what are you doing, where are you going, what are your goals, 
How are you going to get there? What do you have for marketing? How can we fit into what you need? I don't have a cookie cutter rule. Here's your list of benefits. Mm-hmm. It's what do you need? Yeah. What, what do you need right now today? How can I help you? And then who do you need to meet? And then we make those connections and get them engaged. And at the same time, we have the West Plains Connectors. It's an ambassador group. I don't like the word ambassadors. <laughs> and new members get a phone call from other members. Welcome them. Is there anything I can answer for you? Welcome to the chamber. So the West Plains Connectors, and that's a group that people can join. You have to be accepted. You apply. Um, but it gives you an opportunity to connect with members. But So we give them a good welcome committee. And then we just stay in touch. Um, we have a very robust social media program that does a lot of reposting and sharing of things that are exciting. We have pop-up networking events. My network events, anybody can come. You don't have to be a member. It doesn't cost you money. You don't have to pay. It's an open platform. Come, network, have some fun. You still got to do those things, but we're also doing all the initiative work. And it's amazing how many new members want to get involved in our initiative work. Mm-hmm. So, What are some of the networking um, events that you throw? Pop-up started when... After COVID, during COVID, you couldn't have any events. Everything was shut mm-hmm. down. Right. <clears throat> I said, we got to find a way to just let people just come together. So I called them pop-up. Pop-up restaurants. You've seen those where there's really mm-hmm. no brick and mortar. Hey, give us $60 a person. In two weeks, we're going to serve this menu. We'll tell you two hours in advance where it's at. Well, we don't wait two hours to tell you where it's at. But we had, the first one was in the middle of a snowstorm at 20 degrees with wind oh, at... Bad the Airway Heights Rec Center, and we still had 20 people show up. Crave, we did a pop-up at Crave, 80 people showed up. Jensen Memorial Youth Ranch did a pop-up out there. We had 30 people show up. So we pick businesses okay. that we want to promote and or initiatives we want to promote, and we just turn it into a pop-up networking event. So we're going to do a ribbon cutting. Well, I'll show up on network. Come early. Um, Lakeland. Um, Village, yeah. Villages, we're going to be doing a pop-up there sometime. So we put them on social media. You, yeah, follow social media is the best way to follow. We put them on our website. Our next event is Breakfast on the Roost. So I don't have a pop-up between now and August. Mm-hmm. But there's some things coming in September. Talk about some of those things. Well, so we do have some more formal networking events. Ide Bailey is going to be hosting a networking event the first week of September. And with that, they sponsor the event. They help provide food. Traditionally, we'll have an open bar because it'll happen between 4.30 and 6.30. Sometimes... They go until nine o'clock at night. <laughs> well, and that helps with the marketing factor yeah, there. <laughs> people just people aren't quite ready to go home. Um, and then we also have Brick West. Our so we're we, still working on the yeah. location for that one. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> we also have our Red, Black, and Brew Beer Festival. It'll be our second year this fall. So Mark had this idea, actually, for the beer festival last year. And he brought it up, and I thought, man, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> it's never going to work. And uh, and I thought that up until about four weeks before the actual event was supposed to occur. And I thought, okay, fine. He really wants to do this. We'll do it. And Mark was able to secure major sponsorships. We were able to get glassware ordered. We had over 13 local brewers show up to Ooh. pour. We had almost 200 people show up, and a lot of them camped out from noon until sundown when you know we were tearing down the venue and it was a wild success <laughs> where have i been right. yeah. Dwayne, what in the world why haven't you told me about so when these? is uh, red black and brew coming back seven so, october 7 a saturday yeah. yep it's a bye week for the igs there's no road game or home game All right. where red black 
and Brew came from red and black, the high schools and Eastern and everybody's red and black colors. And Genie, yeah. And Genie. So red and black for the region and then Brew. Where this came from is I was trying to find a way to do some kind of a big event in each of my three communities to create tourism. And so this is what we decided to do out there. And there was not much other brew fest going on that would bumping up against it. So um, the city gave us Sutton Park to use. Um, we had sponsors. They're all the same ones are coming back. So it's, yeah, we're going to. There's um, the American, um, the, the Legion Post 72 in Cheney is going to be holding a cornhole tournament at the same time <laughs> inside the fence line of the brew fest. So you can come out and compete in cornhole, yeah, we're going to get some sign up for that, um, and then we're going to have some food trucks, and yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah, and it's it's a great chance if you want to network, you can show up and network. If you don't want to network, you can show up and drink beer, and and usually when it comes to networking and the pop ups, is Mark and I with the Jensen Memorial Youth Ranch, we really wanted to promote them, but we really just wanted to go visit, and we thought, well, why don't we just invite our members to go with us? And so usually it's if it's something Mark and I think would be fun, we turn it into a pop up and invite our members. <laughs> to There's join no us. real structure. I'm, yeah. it's, <laughs> I don't have a lot of walls. It's, we're not, we try to not put too many rules in place because then you have to follow all those rules. <laughs> so if you can have an open concept idea of, hey, let's just go over here and invite everybody to show up. That's all it is. Um, I'm talking McKenzie. We're going to do something at Billy's. All right. Yeah. Heck Sounds yeah. good. That could be September. I'll Could be, be October. <laughs> oh, Dwayne and I definitely know what we're doing October probably 7th. A Thursday, yeah. And probably a Thursday would be a good day because there's another activity going on in the parking lot. Right. That's right. Isn't there like a, a pop-up uh, vegetable stand yeah. and, and beef being sold out there? Heard some I flower heard. farmers want to get out there? Yeah. I heard rumors. Yeah. <laughs> it's a wonderful event. Please go. Thursday, uh, 3 to 5. At Billy's Diner. At Billy's Diner. There it is. See? <laughs> we got the same thing. Finishing yeah, your thoughts. Yeah. And <laughs> Who is a great chamber member. Yes. Yes, she is. So what, if a food truck was trying to get involved in one of your pop-ups, because, I mean, they're becoming really big, what would they do to get involved? How would they be able to go to this uh, Red, Black, and Brew Festival? The best way would be to call or text me, Deanna Williams, at 208-920-0414. Wow. We'll get you. Just I don't think we've ever yeah. had anybody right? get their phone number. There's I also, love it. There's also, <laughs> that's awesome. On our website, you can email us. We have <laughs> email info. Um, so there's a spot where you can email us. But uh, you can also just mark at westplainschamber.org. Not come, dot org. M-A-R-K, westplainschamber.org. You can also just email us. We're very accessible. Yeah. I like that. So you're going, again, the future, and you're like, no, no, just text right now. We'll, yeah. Done. Yeah. Let's do it. well, that's great. I mean, we can feel your guys' energy. You're all about relationships, connection. That's just awesome. Um, I kind of put you on the spot a little bit, but are there any um, brand new members that you want to just give a shout out to while you have a chance? Ooh, there is. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> and we're pulling out. Out. <laughs> I'm pulling out some items. <laughs> oh, the list. Perfect. Mark, which ones can you remember off the top of your head? I, we have Our, so many incredible names. I know. And up. I'm going to make noise getting my phone out. Um, <laughs> what's really nice thing, if you want to connect with new members, if you're a member already on our website, it tells you a scroll of all of our new members. Oh, great. Okay. And that can be a very good tool. So um, Lakeland Village is a brand new member out in um, Medical Lake who are really trying to help um, folks with disabilities or challenges have retraining or get trained out into living a normal life. Um, 
we're going to do something out there also is that we can get it 600 employees out there it's wow. huge they they have openings for 90 employees right now in all different kind of levels um our physical therapy fair <laughs> physical therapy folks um that have just irg physical therapy and hand therapy our brand new members live nation um working with uh, talent out at the northern quest um kinetic media Doyle Wheeler, who is a master at um, social media and websites work, Perfectus Bissing Coaching. You need to get Kendra Wiest in front of you someday just to talk to her because she is an amazing person. Add Local Value, Proctor Portables, 1902 Coffee, Serendipity Coffee, Elizabeth Sparrell Portraits, where she specializes in animals and horse portraits. Um, and there's more. And so how's those that? are just the new ones. Wow, you yeah. guys are really so on since, the grow. Since August of 21, we have 98 new members. Wow. Since March of 22, we have 89 new members. When I first got here, we had to redo the entire back-end operating system. We had to build a new budget. We had to build a website. That took us six months. So we didn't even look like a chamber until March of 22. So we've only really been a chamber for a year and a few months because when COVID shut everything down, there was they couldn't do anything. And they, the, the director was laid off. There was no mm -hmm. director for over a year. So they just, they put the bus in the barn and hibernated. So when I got here, it was a wonderful experience because we got to do everything over from scratch the way that was we wanted to. Mm -hmm. And I had great support from my board. I have a wonderful board. Um, we have 17 members on the board. They're all listed on our website. But we have a really, really great board that thinks down the road like we do which is very helpful so it's probably too long of an answer for you sorry no and um staff talk to us you're about looking staff. at it okay <laughs> yeah. i was like no way just the two of you yeah so That's i incredible. have some we have there's a book called raving fans if you guys anybody out there hasn't read it i recommend reading raving fans uh, we have some raving fans volunteers i have a gentleman by the name of ken Cameron that runs all of our social media for you for us and he is a master at it and he just wants to help um tanya murray comes to all of our events and she does a lot of posting and work on social media um we also have kendra who's on my board but she stepped up to run the connectors for me um we've got um west plains dirt yeah it's so west plains dirt is our development impact roundtable we have a group of our members who are coming together, and the goal for the group is to essentially create a, I don't want to call it like a guide for dummies, but that's what it is. If you want to develop in the West Plains, here's what you got to know. I mean, we have an airport, we have an Air Force base, we have the county, we have multiple cities. There's a lot to consider. And um, so this group is just making all those connections when it comes to working all of that together. But... I mean, we have raving fans, <laughs> and they help with a lot of that legwork. Uh, Karen Corkins is with S3R3, and she stepped up to chair that and help. So we have people helping us. They see what we're doing and go, well, we could do that. Well, I'll help with this. Or I'll... So it's freeing us to do our day-to-day -day activities, what we need to do. But uh, mm -hmm. you know, we have some blessed volunteers. We, we definitely don't know. gatekeep tasks. If someone shows up and they want to do something, we give it to them. Go. Bye. <laughs> And then there's some people that if you get in their lane of what they do, they kick you out of their lane. <laughs> I don't have time to talk to you now. You got to go. So, um, oh wow! It's, but it's a, it's a blessing. We just it, it, I I know what Deanna's working on. She knows what I'm working on. We don't micromanage either one of us, and we both hit the finish line together. It is the greatest work environment I've ever been in. It's amazing teamwork. 
Yeah. Teamwork makes the dream work. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, I mean, so we first connected over you guys reaching out about the Spokane Farm Corridors program. And you guys got a very large agricultural community out there. Talk to us about it and how you're engaging with them. So I am on I'm I'm part of the um, Spokane County Cattlemen's and they have ranches and farmers that are also in Lincoln County. Um, we do an extensive amount of work with the Jensen Memorial Youth Ranch. I help um, at the um, livestock show. I go out to that. I'll be at the fair this year helping that. Um, if ranchers and farmers stopped spending money in the West Plains, it would die. North 40 built the store out there. Everybody's, oh, my, that's kind of a stretch. And they, they move more product than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, it's amazing. They're out of stuff, and you have to go to other stores to get it. We have people that drive to the West Plains to spend money and or do business from as far away as Moses Lake and Pullman. So if you took that and did the old little conference of that, that's a lot of folks that come to the West Plains. Um, Almost all of them are ranchers and farmers and they spend a lot of money. So we really try to pay attention and work with that. Um, So right now it's only been a year and a half, but we've got the West Plains there's even the Spokane County Cows work with and the Jensen Morrow Youth Ranch, which if you don't know what the ranch is, folks, Carl and Craig Grubb donated 125, 26 acres to a foundation that's run by the 4-H and FFA chapters. There are portable buildings out there that they actually hold meetings for the kids. They're building a new sheep barn here very soon. But if you want to do a project animal of a hog, sheep, goat, or beef, you can take the animal out there to fatten it up over the winter for the livestock show. And it costs you zero to be there. Mm-hmm. That's you have amazing. to supply your own feed and you got to keep it cleaned up. So you got responsibilities. It's teaching kids great responsibilities, but there's a couple hundred animals out there every single year. And these are kids who would not get to be involved in any kind of a 4 H RFA project if they didn't have the Jensen Memorial Youth Ranch. They have an auction dinner backyard at the big house, they call it. Um, I don't have the address in front of me. Everything's posted on our social media and it's on our website. But they do a, a old potluck dinner. So they bring a whole bunch of grills out and they cook beef and pork and ribs and sausage and chicken. And they supply all the grilled meats. You bring a salad or dessert and there'll be 250 people there and they do an auction. And there's some really good auction items there. And all that money, 100% goes to the youth ranch. Wow, that sounds like um, maybe a next guest for us. Oh, most definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that. Sure. Oh, boy. Get Jim on here. <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up attending one of the pop-ups there. And um, being a vet, I thought it was the coolest thing that the youth from the base can go out there as well yeah. and mm. raise an animal. And, you know, when you're on the base, you're moving every year, every two years, four at the max. And this actually, you know, helps the, the base kids grow a little bit more right. really cool yeah. right we had an airman arrive a week before the auction got moved in went to north 40 said how do i ask north 40, how do i get my son eight years old into 4-h oh and this was on the day of the of the auction of the dinner you need to go to this address out there and find and just talk someone will help you out um so this they, they came out I saw them there, talked to him, found out who he was. His wife's eight months pregnant in the car with the air conditioner on. But they got their little son out there. They got a pig. Um, crisp P. 
Bacon was his name. <laughs> oh, cute. Sold it at the uh, at the livestock show, but he was out there with his son helping it. And they were from California. They'd always never been on dirt, been on asphalt. It was a great experience. So yes, there is some connection with that. I like to see more. We need to push it more. Um, definitely. We'll put that on our agenda list. That right. Something else to do because we don't have anything else to do. I, I think <laughs> if there was a way, every community needs a Jensen Memorial Youth Ranch. Every community. It's such an incredible program. And it teaches kids more than just how to work with their livestock. It teaches them values and all these. It's I mean, so much gets lost in translation anymore. It just there's so much to offer kids. Every community needs one everywhere. Hands down. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a wonderful thing. So Jensen Memorial all around. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I'm filling up my events calendar over here. When is their auction? Um, It's going to be the fifth of August, a week from this coming Saturday. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. At two o'clock. Okay. One. I will pull up. The address and information. <laughs> it's off Richie. <laughs> I can see it on the map. <laughs> I'm getting there. Sorry for my delay. <laughs> if it was me, the phone would just blow up. Music. <laughs> exactly. We'll just do a little transition. <laughs> So no, pauses are good. Pauses are good. And we're flying. So this is great. Joining neighbors at 21214 West McFarland Road in Medical Lake. And that's called the Big House. It's where Carl and Craig used to live. And there'll be pit smoked meats provided by the ranch. Bring a salad or a side dish. The Jensen Morrow Youth Ranch is dedicated to administering a program which provides valuable learning and social experience to those who are participating through various 4-H and FFA projects, including raising marketing livestock, cooking, gardening, gun safety, forestry, handcrafts, etc. Um, thanks to Airway Heights North 40, today I was there. They donated about $500 worth of items to go to the, um, to the sale. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be a fun thing. That North 40 is definitely the new mall. Oh, I just have to say that. I get lost in there every time. It's wonderful. You go in there for nothing and you walk out with everything. Yeah. Oh, wow. Look at this. There's a new pair of boots. Yeah. <laughs> we definitely take a trip out there just because it's gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> well, and uh, coming back, I don't remember exactly what your original question was, <laughs> but when we had reached out to you, we were thinking, how can we support our ranches and farms in the area? What can we do? And I thought we need to get a directory together and we need to make an interactive map so that all of our members can find these farms and ranches and have access to their food. And thank goodness you guys were already doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, we're on it. (laughs) And and I've been all over the map. It does work well. I just think there's more people need to know about it. Yeah, exactly. I agree. And definitely in the West Plains, because like we just talked about, I mean, there are all of them out there are farmers and ranchers. So um, SpokanFarmCorridors.com. You can list your farm on there for free. Um, It's just a peer-to-peer networking group um, that... You can share resources, tips, tricks. Dwayne, you're one of the members. Yeah, it's a great program. Um, whenever a customer comes up and we don't have what they want, it's very easy for me to pull up the app and I send them to the next farm over. Uh, we look and see what the produce is, what the hours are. It's very handy, especially if you're just kind of, 
winging it and you don't know what is out there. I mean, it just lists it all out for you. Right. Well, and you see a lot of new laws kind of being talked about and coming into play when it comes to the labeling on especially imported beef in the United States. And so instead of worrying about those labels, just buy it from a local farm. Exactly. Amen. I don't think the public knows that we import beef from 22 countries. And when it hits the shores of the U.S., no matter if it's walking live or boxed and frozen, it's labeled as U.S. beef mm-hmm. every single time. There is not the label on beef like there is on fish. And we've been fighting, the, the egg industry has been fighting this forever, the beef industry is fighting it forever, that we want real, we want to know where our beef comes from. Mm-hmm. And so now you have folks like um, the Johnsons out in Medical Lake that every time they have their, um, their open market in Medical Lake, he sells out of beef. They raise their own beef. So there's a real push for it. So if anybody out there wants to write your congressmen and legislators, let's 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 label beef where it's coming from. Let's know what mm-hmm. country it's from and label it, and let's have U.S. beef. Yes. And if you are going in for that beef, get with some friends. Get yourself a quarter of that cow. Yes. And your other three yeah. friends, get them a quarter each. It's the best way to go, and your freezer's always stocked. That's right. Yeah. And you're not having to play, pay for a plane ticket or a ship ride <laughs> or any of that. Exactly. Great, great point. And plus, um, all of the ranchers around here have some delicious quality, quality beef. Yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed. That grass-fed, grass-finished, and I'm going to throw this out there because <laughs> we're in the same Thursday market. That grass-fed, yep. grass-finished from Browning Beef is fantastic. I mean, that, that taste will just, yeah, it'll change you. You won't grew, go back to the corn. That's how I grew up. So I don't remember buying a piece of meat in a store until we hit the I-5 Seattle market and like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Call my Boy. uncle Laverne. Hey, when, when you butcher again, I want a half. So yeah. yeah, yeah. And we're telling you, once you try it, you won't go back. Okay. That's for sure. And if you're a meat processor looking to open a business in the area, we have shovel-ready dirt in the West Plains. Yes. <laughs> Love you, it. How busy would a processor be? Yeah. Oh, every single one of them is booked out every yeah. year. You I mean, have, you have to know somebody who knows somebody to get in with somebody that you know to get in. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're scheduling the year out now. To get a, a hog processed. Mm-hmm. Mm. Crazy. I love that. Great plug. <laughs> well, <laughs> kind of on not switching gears entirely, but um, so talk to us about how um, the chamber collaborates with local government and other organizations um, to benefit the region. So I'll go back again. I have so many different communities. We are a regional chamber. Mm-hmm. So Cheney, Medic Lake, Airway Heights are all facing some of the same challenges. It's housing, it's childcare, it's traffic, it's um, improvements in roads that need to be done, expansion, zoning. Um, they're now beginning to talk to each other because they all have the same issues. And that's been a really, really big plus. They're beginning to have their own conversations separately. I have a great relationship with Mayor Cooper, Medical Lake, Grover and Cheney, Albert Tripp, and everybody at, at, at Airway Heights. But now we're beginning to have collaboration between all three, and that's mm-hmm. really a, a really big plus. So um, they're all working really, really hard to address these things. Growth came so fast. The infrastructure of a community, it can't keep up as fast. That's why the fire station for Airway Heights that we're pushing and promoting and the pool um, that we're pushing and promoting so in in Cheney. So it's we, we have great relationship. They keep us up to date on what's going on. Um, I also have um, AWB, 
um, which is the Washington Business Association that keeps me up to date. Um, very well connected with GSI and their GA department, what they have going on. And then Power and Light has their own GA officer, keeps us up to date. So I can pull from everybody of what's happening and what we need to know about that's affecting or relevant to the West Plains. Oh, sorry, I thought you had. Um, what are some of the success stories or testimonies that you can share um, about the chamber's impact on some of the businesses and members you have? Anything come to mind? Grocery Outlet bought their new store. and They bought the store in Airway Heights and did an extensive amount of work to reface it, clean it up. Um, became members right away. Did a lot of working with promoting who they are and what they're doing. Uh, Mackenzie at Billy's Diner joined a month before she opened, and we started an anticipation campaign of, hey, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. And I was there the morning of their first soft opening day, and it was full. She had a standing room only for her first three soft opening days. I don't want to take all the credit for that. It was a collaboration between what Mackenzie was doing and her social media work, but people were paying attention to what's going on there. Um, I think that getting people out to the Jensen Ranch was powerful. I think that changing the focus from an event like a golf tournament to our community engagement series was huge. I've heard Airway Heights said, or excuse me, uh, Cheney said their Mayfest this year had more attendance than they ever had. Founders Day, more attendance than mm -hmm. they ever had. We're expecting to have the same thing happen at Airway Heights. We're going to take a little credit for that. We spent enormous amount of time planning and marketing that event to get it out to everybody. And, you know, in September we have Airway Heights Day. So we're going to, we're gearing up for that one, but they're starting to put stuff out already. We're sharing it already, a big car show that's coming. So I think that just the fact that the West Plains is awakening to be a solidified, unified regional community that understands they're all in it together is the biggest value. Mm -hmm. It's fantastic metrics right there. Thanks. Yeah. Well, I feel like you just answered that question right there. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Well, so tell us um, what's on the horizon for the chamber and um, anything else exciting you want to know? I mean, my events calendar is completely full <laughs> now, but um, anything else I need to add? <laughs> it's funny that we filled up your events calendar without being an event. Yeah, I know, right? But all the networking opportunities. There's, there's a lot for people to show up to. Yeah. We, it's, yeah. It's, it's not that we don't want to do events. It's that we don't want to do only events. Yeah. Yes. Because then you're in right. this treadmill that you can't get out of. Um so what's coming up? How about some dreams? Yes, yeah. let's talk about those. I'd love to have a video library on our website of members giving you 30 to 60 seconds of who they are and what they do and have a host through YouTube that's searchable. I need HR help. Boom, 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 and I find somebody. That's a dream. I'd like to have a giving tree on my website, our website, the website. And the tree <laughs> is going to have leaves and each leave is a nonprofit and when you click on it, it leaks to their website so if corporations or companies want to give back during any time of the year or at the end of the year go do some research don't just pick somebody because you heard of something so i like to have a nonprofit giving tree on the website um 
two of the big dreams are already happening. The dirt. We've been for a year and a half wanting to have our economic development group getting back together. Some of our members said, we'll help get it started. And it finally took off. So that's a big one that we've only had really one meeting. The first meeting was, hello, how are you? So <laughs> now we've had really one good, and they're figuring out what they want to do. Um, and then the ambassadors group, which is called the West Plains Connectors, we help you put the puzzle together. Um, they're getting going. So those are good things that are happening. The events, you got the events. The one we didn't mention is our big gala event, which is the Best of the West Awards. It's the first uh, well, I haven't quite booked the time, but let's go with the first, and then they'll be pressured to somewhere in the first. There we go. <laughs> somewhere, in, somewhere in the first week of November. Yeah. November, it'll be at Northern Quest in the big room, and this is a time for us to celebrate our community. We give Airmen of the Year for the ninety second, for one forty first, for the Seer Group. Their commanders come and speak who they are and present. Um, we do business awards. We do um, nonprofit awards. We do also the we have individual awards for because yeah, we just have some individuals in the area that they don't fit in a category and it seems every year we're having to think well okay what kind of award can we offer because we just have too many mm -hmm. amazing people so we're going to do all that but in the past you've shown up and then for an hour we talk about all these people and tell the story and you don't know who it is till you get there we're probably going to change it up yeah we're going to start a month in advance say and the airman of the year for the next second is airman smith and then in print his story and put it out there so you know what it is. And then maybe five days later, the 141st. Five days later, the SEER. Five days later, the nonprofit year. Five days. So we're gonna take a whole month and tell everybody who the winners are for the month in advance. So you have time to read about it, know who they are. So when you show up, you know their story. It cuts down our time of our event so there's more networking mm -hmm. going on and it makes it a little bit funner, right. easier well, to run. And the anticipation is wonderful and something like that, but we want to focus more on sharing that story. Right. And so this gives us a really great opportunity to share everyone's story. And then, I mean, how cool is it to show up to a room of 400 people and they already know who you are and your whole entire story <laughs> for Absolutely. those award <laughs> So that will be on the website also under events. Uh, on our calendar, folks, if you go to our website and you look at the calendar, just the general calendar, you'll see a tab that says... Submit your event. It's an open platform calendar. So there should be on every Thursday that you can buy veggies and beef. Um, so it's an open platform. Now, if Fred's Tavern wants to say ladies night every Thursday, we're probably not going to let that go up on the calendar. <laughs> but we want it to be a centralized calendar for the West Plains. When I first got here and talked to us, I did 50 meetings in the first two weeks. Last year, I did 381. She counted. I was blown away. Oh. But what people told me that they need is we don't have a centralized location of information for the West Plains. We have to click 20 things mm -hmm. to find anything. So future, I, we have so much more work to do on the website to make it be that. But the calendar is open platform. Anybody can submit anything. Now, if you submit it on a Friday at 4 o'clock, it may not show up in the calendar until Monday. We have to approve it. There's only two of us. But uh, it's an open platform. Use it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, it's incredible the work that you guys have accomplished in just a year and a few months. Is that right? Or was it? Well, two? It's a, next month is be two years, but we really two didn't years. didn't we didn't come out of the gates until March. Yeah. Of 21, 22. So wow. it, who's counting? We're rolling. <laughs> incredible. Do you guys have a newsletter? 
We do, yes. I haven't put one out in two weeks, but we will get a really good one out tomorrow morning. <laughs> so That's awesome. I don't yeah. have a structured every Thursday at 6 o'clock here and get no. your newsletter. It's if, When we have something yeah. to say, we put it out. Right. Yeah. So we might have three in one month and one one month, but mm-hmm. we're not going to give you just fluff. Yeah. Right. No, I agree with that. I mean, you, it's relevant when exactly. it needs to go out. So I think that's an important key thing to newsletters. You don't have to. It's not every Monday the right. third or something, right? Like it, yeah. So um, tell our listeners again how to connect with you, where to find you. Sure. So you can reach me at Mark M A R K at West Plains Plural Chamber dot org. You can also reach Deanna at Deanna, D-A-N-N-A, at same email. You can reach us through the website. Deanna has a number that she'll share with you. Yeah, it's my cell phone. It's 208-920-0414. Call, text. It's the fastest way to get through to me. We also (laughs) do have a business line, and that business line (laughs) is 509, of course, 747-8480. What, Mark, you're not going to give us your cell phone number? (laughs) (laughs) One of the benefits of being a member... totally kidding. (laughs) One of the benefits of being a member is you get my cell phone. Oh, there you go. You you want the CEO's number, you got to (laughs) join. And you guys are on Facebook. Yeah, so just West Plains Chamber of Commerce. You can find us on Facebook. Um, We're on Instagram as well, West Plains Chamber. We're there. We're everywhere. (laughs) Awesome. And so I feel remiss here. I didn't ask... How's the farmer's market going there? Which one? Yeah. I, I only knew there was one on Wednesdays. So Airway Heights has one. Yes. And then Medic Lake has one on every other Saturday. Oh. Right. In the parking mm-hmm. lot across the street from... Um, um, Is it Farm Salvation? Yeah. Yeah. Across the street from Farm Salvation. Do you know what days those are going on? What every other Saturday. Going? I couldn't tell you if it's this Saturday or next week. But they have a website also. Um, Reimagine Medical Lake is one way you can find out. Sorry, I didn't come prepared for that one. Awesome. The market in Airway Heights is full. I see many, many tents up. I yes. don't know how. I have not been inside of it. I don't know how much there is for foods and fruits and vegetables and things like that. Um, but there are a lot of crafts and gifts and homemade items that are there. So it's it's busy all the time. There's a food truck there, coffee truck there. So, yeah. Right. You just gave me a great idea to add all of the farmers markets to the Spokane Farm Corridors website. That's a great you idea. You can go to westplainschamber.org and add them there too. Uh-huh. We have some free time. <laughs> all of these outlets to connect with farmers. I awesome. know that we talked a lot about farming. We talked a lot about agriculture and those things, but we truly are focused on business also. And we're helping some of our major businesses have success in the mm-hmm. West Plains. But because it's coming so fast, everybody sees that. It's They know that. I don't have to explain that. So I'm really fortunate and I'm very happy that we got an opportunity to talk about agriculture and talk about ranchers and farmers. Because if you go into Airway Heights, it's pickup trucks and they're muddy. And right. those are the folks that are, are helping support everything that happens out there for all of our businesses. So thank you. Well, and a lot of our members who are business owners or have full-time jobs with some of our members, they're also ranchers and farmers. Mm-hmm. I mean, 80% of ranchers and farmers also have a full-time job on top of their operation. And so in our area, especially, it's extremely prominent. Mm-hmm. 
Well, we are so happy that you guys are here. I gained so much more about the West Plains Chamber and what you guys are doing and your safety alliance um, initiatives and everything. And you can you can go online and find the West Plains Safety Alliance. They have a website. Um, and we're doing some, we have some big, big dreams there. And any business can participate and be part of it. We submitted $5.4 million with a grant request wow. two months ago. So Great. we're we're going after big stuff. Right. Very cool. Well, thanks, you guys, but we can't let you go quite yet because um, we always do. I love the reactions I get when I say that. I just have to say we can't let you go without doing our spitfire round. Okay. Um, it just is so our listeners can get to know you on a little bit more personal level. Nothing too crazy. Nothing too weird. Bring it on. Um, all right. You ready? Okay. So my first question is if you could travel anywhere in the world right now, where would you go and why? Oh, gosh. I would probably go to Priest Lake because that's where my family oh. is. I'd just go back home. <laughs> Spain, eat my way from the north to the south. Oh, oh man. Totally different answers. Yes. <laughs> I go home. And, I'd and, drive an hour And my home. last meal will be the small roasted pig oh, at yeah. the oldest restaurant in the world in Spain. What's the name of that restaurant, Mark? I couldn't tell you, but... <laughs> That was on the, a show on Netflix, I think. It's been on a yes. lot of different shows. Yeah, this that. is a famous place. Anyway, I, I'm a foodie. I used a foodie, to be a yeah. chef. I had restaurants. So I'm still, to this day, a foodie. And I love to cook. What's so your I'd favorite thing to cook? Oh, my goodness. That's a tough one. Um, tri-tip. Tri-tip is good. Spring rolls. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing good spring rolls. Um, um, I... I make a really good Texas style chicken fried steak and sop gravy mm. with jalapeno dust in oh, the in the in, in the in the flour that you coat the chicken fried steak with in cast iron and jalapeno cornbread. Mm-hmm. That's uh, my stomach's crawling now. Yeah, that's <laughs> I, that's still my favorite thing. I do it outside on my <laughs> yeah. fire pit outside because it splashes grease everywhere. But true big slab pounded down. You can't find a good chicken fried steak anywhere anymore. They all deep fry. No. They don't pan fry. They just mm-hmm. anyway. I'm taking time. Sorry. <laughs> What's a food you can't live without? Oh gosh, I'm rib steak cooked in cooked in butter, salt, pepper, cast iron at Yum. least once or twice a week. It has to be bone in and not a ribeye, a rib steak <laughs> or a hanger steak. I'm a sucker for okay. a hanger steak, but they're not the easiest to find. <laughs> and dots pretzels. And oh, God. Yes. yeah. Yes. Dodd's pretzels. pretzels. Okay, what flavor? Original, what flavor? It's like the original. The original. Someone <laughs> talked me into getting the cinnamon sugar ones, and they were mm-hmm. not not for me. Now, take the original, put them in a blender, grind them up, roll your fish in it, and fry it. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> that sounds Ooh. so good. Oh, that sounds real good. <laughs> I did it with you oysters. You know what Dwayne's having for dinner tonight. <laughs> I did it with oysters, too, and it worked really good with Ooh. oysters. Ooh. I never would have thought to do that. Mm. All these great tips. I got lost on food here. So, <laughs> yeah, what's your so you had the first fire what? was what's our, where we would go yeah. eat our food. So we went to food. So well, second question of the of the fire round here. Yeah. Well, but what food can you guys not live without? Oh, ribeye. Yeah. So yeah. ribeye or rib steak? No, ribeye. Okay. I need my ribeye steak. I need my shoulder, you know, nice yeah. and tender. I mean, I love a, a good steak too. Um, it's so funny when the tables are turned. I'm just like <laughs> yeah. totally blank. But I wouldn't turn on a crawfish boil. Oh, never. Not my Especially style. Especially if you're down I south. I could go the rest of my life without having that. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, I don't I, like yeah. quite up my alley. Yeah, no, but I'm, yeah. 
crawfish. I love all food. Just yeah. pick one. Come on. Yeah. Um, I mean, okay, I really... We're not going to judge you. I honestly cannot live... I love a good ravioli. But like oh, the, yeah. But like a pumpkin or... So like the savory sweet kind yeah. of raviolis. Um, I love that. Oh, that does Sourdough pizza crust. Ooh. Mm. The only place you can get sourdough pizza crust now, I think, is the Iron Goat. Oh, sourdough Ooh, iron makes oh, yeah. great so pizza good. crust. I mean, you thought so their good. beer was good. Man, their food. <laughs> There's so many. <laughs> We're so suddenly many blowing great. up your show here. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh. oh, my gosh. Yum. All right, Dwayne, take us home. <laughs> All right. What's your favorite beer or alcoholic beverage? Woodford Reserve bourbon. Yes. Mm. I like um, that. One big ice cube. Um, and don't bruise it. Don't put anything else in it. Yeah. Yep. Um, I like coconut out of the bottle. I drink it. I there didn't see you start drinking it until I. Yeah, I like coconut oh. and icicle. Um, yeah. um, Teamwork. Dark Persuasion Icicle <laughs> Brewery yes. in Leavenworth that tastes like chocolate cake. Mm-hmm. No, German chocolate cake. I yes. think that the brewery is great, and I don't want to talk smack, but we could not blow that pony keg at the bar that I was working at a couple years ago to save my life. We were putting vodka, vanilla vodka, in it, and we couldn't even blow that uh-huh. keg. I don't know where you guys were. I don't at. know how that's possible. I think the first time I tried it, I had like a 12-pack. Oh, yeah, I had an Uber home at that point. <laughs> well, you can put a shot of vanilla vodka in it. Mm. Sounds good. Yeah, it's a dessert. I feel like point. I would just do that anyways. Yeah, <laughs> right? <laughs> what about you? Well, coconut bottle. Coconut bottle. Always mm-hmm. my go-to. Ice cold. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I'll just like salivating. Well, what about you? We're going right, to turn the tables back. again. I am 100% a margarita girl. Or oh, just tequila yeah. straight up. Yeah. Yep. Hornita specifically. Twisted bottle <laughs> Addictivo. Oh. It's a twisted bottle Addictivo that's been cured in a cherry something that tastes like Cast. a tequila old fashioned. Oh. Mm. I'll show you a picture when we're done. Okay, right. yeah. I'm, I mean, you Hard to, to find. Out. I only found it once in the last two years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about you, Dwayne? Oh. Um, we're doing roundtable style. Got to go with a Maui Brewing Company's Coconut Porter. That's my go-to Ooh, right there. I've never had that. That, that one sounds is really, really good. good. Yeah. That is really good. Can't go wrong with a coconut porter at all. Can't go wrong with porter. No, so, I love yeah. porters. Yeah. I'm not an IPA person at all. I also just got to give a shout out to Brick West Brewery's Westbound Train IPA. Ooh, yes. That yeah. is yeah. fantastic. <laughs> love love, love that me that some Brick West. <laughs> 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 oh, let's see. I'm trying to go through my list. And you got one? I think we got the last one, though. Okay. Take us away, Dwayne. All right. So what we always ask our guests, Rolling Stones or the Beatles? The Rolling Stones. I <laughs> No hesitation. I love that. And okay. About it. So <laughs> the Beatles were revolutionary for music, but their main purpose for existing was to create songs for other bands to cover. <laughs> and oh, I'm going to get a I lot like of that. hate for it, I but like that. my gosh, it's just a fact. I right, love Mark, it. What about you? I would, what do you think? I would pick the Stones over. Why? The, <laughs> That's what I say. You have another choice now. No, I would. I, I, def, I I'm, was never a Beatles fan. I'm probably gonna get beat up for that. Um, yeah, I would pick the Stones over that, but I'd take ACDC over the Stones. Mm. Right. Well, yeah. A little thunderstruck, huh? I thought about switching our question actually this season to that, but then I was like, no, we got to stick with this. <laughs> we need at least a tradition, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Something to bring it all together. So, 
Well, awesome. Thank you guys so much for being here. Listeners, make sure that you check out all, all the great work that the West Plains Chamber is doing. Go check out their members, visit their website, engage with them on social media. Go to some of these really, really cool events that you're going to have to uh, re-listen to find out when they are, or you can just check out my calendar. <laughs> yeah. So thank you guys so much. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah, we appreciate it. This was a blast. Rocks to Roots is sponsored by the Office of Farmland Preservation. Office of Farmland Preservation is a program within the Washington State Conservation Commission that works to address the rapid loss of working farm and forest lands in our state. Together, the Washington State Conservation Commission and conservation districts provide voluntary, incentive-based programs that empower private landowners to implement conservation on their property. You can learn more about their programs and services by visiting their website, scc.wa.gov.